Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Hola, buenas a todos. Um, well, first of all, let me say I want to recreate as if I was giving a speech from my university in Spain. So the idea is I will start in Spanish and then I will surprise them changing to English without notifying or warning anybody not even the the event organizer or anything like you will be like yeah i'm gonna be this talk i'm gonna give this talk and then suddenly switch to english and then just those that understand me would be able to stay the rest probably after five ten minutes embarrassed or upset or very angry would leave the room or fr just frustrated uh, that would be a very big lesson already for them but for the rest that stay or at least try to understand me, they would, they would really be interested in my talk. So that's what I'm going to do right now. Bueno, hola a todos. Eh, mi nombre es Iker. Eh, estudié aquí en la ingeniería eh, del, en la Facultad de Informática de la UPV, como muchos de vosotros, supongo. Esta charla está dirigida a más carreras porque en un punto de mi vida eh, diversifiqué un poco mis avenidas, no solamente eh, me puse a, me centré en, en desarrollar aplicaciones informáticas o trabajar como desarrollador, sino que me aventuré un poco en el mundo del emprendimiento, las empresas y bueno, más cosas que vienen más adelante. Bueno, como esto se suele hacer mucho en Estados Unidos, se dice primero todos los logros que uno tiene para que ya me toméis en serio. Quizás mmm, cuando estaba preparando esta charla había pensado que igual sería interesante ver qué, pasara, qué pasaría si dijese mis méritos al final, ¿no? Que me escuchaseis y luego quizás preguntaros a vosotros sobre qué creéis que he conseguido en, en estos años o cuáles son mis logros. Pero luego he pensado que igual es un poco aventura hacer eso porque todavía no, no tengo mucha práctica en, en ese tipo de, de charlas. Lo haré en el futuro. Si queréis os lo cuento, lo podéis ver en mi, en mi página web. Pero bueno, de momento os quiero hablar de la evolución eh, que está viviendo el sector de la información, la informática, como queráis llamarlo, ya de hace unos años atrás la línea es bastante difusa, no se puede distinguir muy bien si estamos hablando de, de informática, de contenido digital, de multimedia, electrónica, tecnología, no sé, el un coche tiene un ordenador dentro, los coches ahora son eléctricos, entonces ya cómo, cómo funciona la parte mecánica, qué importancia tiene en contraste con la, con la eléctrica, es más importante. Entonces, ¿no? Todo se está volviendo un poco difuso. Mírame, mirando a mí, soy ingeniero informático, pero gano muchísimo más dinero como youtuber. Soy youtuber, pero tengo cinco empresas. Tengo cinco empresas, pero estoy escribiendo un libro. Estoy escribiendo un libro, pero 
hago un Muay Thai. Entonces, yo creo que los seres humanos estamos experimentando una época de cambio muy interesante, muy... Tenemos mucha suerte de estar viviendo en esta era porque ahora cualquiera puede ser muchas cosas. Antes, para ser escritor tenías que dedicarte toda tu vida, tenías que ir a una universidad para que te enseñase a alguien que había estado 30 años estudiando cómo ser escritor y cómo enseñar a la gente a ser escritor. Ahora te bajas un curso en Udemy que te vale 20 euros, o igual está en oferta y te vale un euro. Y quizás el curso es una mierda, pero te aventura a empezar, te dice ciertos conceptos que tú no sabías y esos conceptos los miras tú por internet y es todo un constante flujo de información de, de cabezas conectadas unas entre otras, aunque no lo queramos ver así porque suena muy futurístico, pero es lo que está pasando. Nuestros cerebros están más interconectados que nunca, no solamente porque nos mandamos memes en WhatsApp, sino porque estamos de verdad creando nuevas ideas al interconectarnos entre nosotros en diferentes ámbitos y áreas de nuestro día a día. Entonces, con todo eso dicho, eh, mi primer... El primer punto de hoy sería hablaros de las oportunidades que tenemos ahí fuera, ¿verdad? Como acabo de decir, tenemos muchísimas opciones ahora y the most important thing to really comprehend is that no matter what's your background, it doesn't matter if you were lucky by coming from a rich family or handsome couple and now you are the most handsome guy in your classroom maybe someone over there i'm not really seeing you but your hair is very bright so i'm guessing other areas as well <laughs> i'm not sorry i didn't really prepare this, this this joke but you get the idea right it, it really doesn't matter if your dad is an engineer and is teaching you about it or your dad is working or was working in a factory and has no idea what a computer is which is that was my case my mom doesn't even know how to switch on a computer and my dad just uses it probably cannot switch it off properly but he tries so i'm proud of him but that's besides the point what i'm trying to say is you are less determined than ever about your future that's also like Spider-Man, it's not exactly this line, but Spider-Man says with, it says with a huge power, but we can change that to with a huge freedom comes a huge responsibility, right? So this is the problem that we are facing right now. Many people are unmotivated because you have to think we are programmed for hundreds of thousands of years to just wake up and look for food. We wake up hungry and scared and just look for food. We have our purpose every single morning. We will wake up, see the sun, and oh shit, daylight. Now I can see the animals better. Now I can hunt. And uh, I don't want to fall into the gender thing like, okay, the male would hunt and the women would be maybe with the farm or something like that i don't fucking care i'm just saying we had a purpose because there were just three things to do right sleep eat survive you know 
as a a shelter so shelter survive whatever you want to call it um i guess the other big big milestone in, in human beings which is progress and i'm going to come back to this a lot in this talk progress is what moves our race we all want something better that we had either last year last week whatever it is some people are more ambitious than others some people are more conscious about it than others some families give much more importance about it than others but it doesn't matter because deep, deep down it's not about what we are told it's just about what we feel deep inside um, some people will call this god's gift because it's our own will to do this right he gives us this purpose just imagine a lion that doesn't want to be the king that doesn't want to procreate that doesn't want to find the food like just a, a freaking depressed lion right he would die all the lion would eat them eat them that's why those lions don't exist and that's the same with human beings the other homo understands or whatever the fuck it is that didn't survive our power is because we wanted to progress we started using tools when they didn't they just stayed at, as they were so then that's why we survived that's why we are the ones that are here like this you can call it god's gift because that's what he gave us but god is nature nature is god like nature you know, for me, I remember when I learned for the first time about the theory of evolution, not natural selection. For me, that was eye-opening. For me, I really, every time I get to this time of the talk, I, I get melancholy because that was really a turning point for me. I know it may sound stupid, but when they told me that the world, it is how it is because the strongest survived, or the smartest or just the, the more appropriate ones or the ones that adapted the better that for me was like it's so amazing right that means everything that means that when you are eating you are trying to survive like just think of the giraffe right like just the ones with the longest neck are trying to get to the tree and and they, they make it the ones with the shorter neck wouldn't so then those would die and that's why we got this crazy animal with a crazy neck. It's just ridiculous, right? So what does that bring to us? Like, how does that compare to human beings? So we, of course, and this is something we all are proud of deep down, we are the smartest of the animals. We adapted, we kept progressing more than any other animal to the point that we basically master this world we are we are the masters of planet earth there are so many dangerous animals strong capable predators or, or, or very smart or, or fast they fucking fly there's so many fucking different animals in this planet but us with just four limbs this fucking head that we got progress more than any other our eyes we got eyes like a lion does we got teeth like a lion does 
four limbs. We got all that same. At first, we were fucking monkeys. But for some reason, we kept progressing more than others. We kept looking for more. We are the only ones that keep looking for the next, the next tool to improve our existence. And we shared that with our community, right? We didn't keep it for ourselves because we want the approval of the community. We want to be the king of jungle. We want to be the king of the community. That's how we are. That's what we want. Even myself, I, I lied to myself for so long saying that I wouldn't care what others thought of me. But that worked for me at the beginning when I was 20, 24. I would just focus on pass on a school and I knew everybody would have a, a good image of myself and I would just keep going. And that's what I did. But at one point when I got my university degree, a good job, as I said, I was a software engineer. I was making a few hundred more euros than, than the rest of my of my friends. And like, if I'm an engineer, then I might as well improve my lifestyle for a little bit, right? I won't be in the same scale as them. I'm, I'm an engineer, so maybe I should, I should, what do I know? I should have a better car, a better clothes, I don't, I, I, I've never cared about that. So then I felt very empty because uh, like, I don't care what th others think of me. I don't care. Yeah, I really, I was like that. I really, I really, I, I mean this. I had this idea on my mind that it didn't matter what others would think of me. And that's where I got to very, this very dark place which was, I wouldn't take care of my body. I achieved all those things that would give me a good image or just the things that were set for my destiny, which was study hard, be a good person and get a nice job, stable, and just be there, right? I got all those and I was still feeling empty. Why? Because I'm that fucking monkey that was looking for the next tool. You think I'm gonna stay here working for that man and lying to myself, saying that I'm an engineer. Like, open your eyes, right? Only the strongest survive. Only the smartest. The smartest. Like, as I said, I sorry I didn't finish about the animal kingdom fucking um, comparison or metaphor. Um, even though the lion has those things as us, and he's stronger than us, we are better. Like, we can kill the lion. Most of the times, we will kill the lion. Why? Because this world is ours. The lion is stronger, stronger, and we can be alone with a lion, and the lion will win. But if you give us a gun, then the lion has no chance. But why? Why am I saying this? And why do you all know that I'm right? Of course, you will think, yeah, well, you gotta have the gun. Yeah, we created the gun. What does that mean? And we know the lion doesn't have one. There is no chance in this fucking universe, maybe in others, or maybe in another planet, so let's say, there's no chance that there is a lion with a gun in this planet. <laughs> is that correct? Am I making sense? 
Yeah, right. I'm making sense. There's no lions with guns. So if there are no lions with guns, only human beings with guns, we are the ones that can kill the lion. Of course, there are accidents in which lions kill humans, but we know where lions are, so they don't kill us. If you think about it, if lions were dominant in this world, you know, they would be eating fucking human beings every day. That's not the case. We got the example with COVID. Coronavirus has been a real threat because we don't know what the fuck it is. We don't know what guns that shit has. So we still cannot run away from it. So you have to choose your battles. You can't just say you are stronger. It's very easy to fall in the trap of that war. That war can be very close-minded. Because, yeah, as I'm saying, the strongest survived and the strongest ruled the planet Earth, which is us human beings. But I'm not talking physical raw power or strength. I'm talking about the whole combination of cleverness, strength, and information. All those three gives power, plus the most important one that I'm going to talk about it right now, which is influence. If you can influence a lot of people, you got the most power possible. And that's something not new for you, because you are Gen Z or whatever the fuck. But whatever whatever gen you are, I don't care. You know about the influence and the importance of it. So as I was saying, it doesn't matter how much influence you got in this world. Sorry, 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 sorry. Forget about what I just said. It doesn't matter how much kilos you can lift on a fucking deadlift or, or bench press. It doesn't really matter. If there is someone that finds a way of doing it better or, or, or more efficiently, then he's winning at you. For example, let's say you are very good at snatching. You know, snatching is this one, right? Someone is very good at that at the gym and they can lift 50 or 60, right? And you you can't you can't do so much weight, you can only do 40, right? You keep doing those 40. You keep doing it over and over. And then you combine that with doing burpees, you know, burpees. And then you do some air squats, you do some jumping jacks, you do whatever it is. That guy is lifting 50, 60, he looks stronger than you. He looks to you every day like, you fucking loser. You go home and then you do a 10K. He keeps doing that. His, his legs look kind of big, right? 
He's like, yeah, I got you. You go home, you do a 20K. 20K run, I mean. Then there you do 50 pull-ups. Butterfly pull-ups. Muscle ups. You start doing all this shit, right? And suddenly, one day you see on TV, there's this thing called CrossFit. Oh shit, they are doing the exercises I'm doing. Because I'm not that good at deadlifting, so I started to branch out and now I'm doing this, 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 and this. These guys are doing that. And, oh, look at that. The maximum weight is very close to what I can do. I think I can do this. And then one day, you keep working hard, branching out, doing all these different exercises while this guy keeps step lifting, like he's like doing 100 kilos, stuff like that. And then one day, you guys are both training and he sees you on the, on the screen. Oh shit, is that you? The whole gym starts clapping at you. Oh man, you made it to the CrossFit Games. You were in the first 50. Next year, your predictions, people are saying you might be on the podium. That guy suddenly drops the deck. That guy that was lifting 100 kilos like nothing, this time, those 100 feel like 200. Right? He was dumb enough to think that just comparing himself with another person lifting less than him, he was winning. When in reality, he should have been focused on trying to get to the Olympics so that he, it was him on the screen. Because he's actually good. He's actually good lifting 100 or 200 kilos on a deadlift. Come on, that's Olympic weight. So just go ahead and do it. Don't just be an spectator. Don't be just a bully. Don't be just... Don't, don't, don't look others down. Because maybe they are on the sides. And when you, whenever you... Uh, there's going to be a point in which... Oh shit, where is he? I lost him. He out outsmarted me. He's not stronger. He's not stronger. He's smarter. But strong as well. So that's what I'm saying. I would feel... I started to feel that... I was a good developer. But I had many other ventures in which I could be good but I wasn't exploiting them like I don't know if I'm gonna be good writing a book but I may as well try like that guy started trying doing muscle ups or or whatever it is so that's that's one thing I wanted to really highlight in this speech is that nowadays we all got the opportunity to branch out we all got the internet to find that information. That's another thing, another mistake I made. At one point, I was like, oh shit, I know English. I can now, I know this, I know that more than others. But then that's not true. Because CrossFit broke the barriers and it's very famous in, in Spain as well. In its own way, it's different. You, you always will have an advantage if you can get the sources first on, on in English that you can also translate them there are many tools now as I said like now there are no barriers for knowledge so it doesn't matter if you are stronger if you are smarter if you are more handsome you know 
you will be one of those. One of those three, you are right now. You are smarter than some people. You are more handsome than other people. And you are stronger than other people. Strong, as I said, is a weird word because it can close your mind a lot, but it can also open. And that's how I like to see this beautiful world because we all are strong. You can be as strong as in muscles. You can be as strong as in resilience. You can be strong, emotionally strong. There's so many different strengths that a human being can have. And definitely we all don't have all of them. And, you know, some very, some bigots or some retrograde people always point out about how females are less strong than men you know like they cannot they cannot they cannot they don't have that brute strength they cannot fight a man stuff like that well i can guarantee you that if a girl trains jiu-jitsu for 10 years and a guy smokes fucking weed for 10 years in his coast not doing shit just working a nine to five that is wholly depressing and he's just like this or like this, he can't he can barely move. If that girl is doing jiu-jitsu every fucking day in the gym and then kicking ass, doing some Muay Thai, some you know, training his her skills like boom, boom. Whenever that fat ass or that is lame ass, skinny ass comes to her, she's gonna be like, I can't even touch you. But not because I'm a female, but because I will go to jail because I will fucking kill you, you fucking loser. So, of course, if you put the heavyweight well, the heavyweight champion of the UFC against the heavyweight champion, there is not even heavyweight. The, the, the welterweight or middleweight champ, champion female of the UFC fighting each other, the male will win, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but... Probably yes, right? Um, statistically, yes. But who knows who's gonna end up making more money? If that girl is very smart, maybe she markets the the fight better than him. She makes this fucking product that is selling every time. Like, what? Well, I'm I'm fighting this guy. Blah blah blah. Right? It's just like McGregor. McGregor. He's fighting at 145, 155 max. I'm talking about pounds. That's 60 fucking kilos. There are women bigger than that. Maybe McGregor has, you know, some weird technique. But just imagine the girl has the same technique as McGregor with more weight and more uh, length, you know, more reach with her arms. McGregor wouldn't look like he's looking right now. Or I don't know why I'm taking a female to compare this. We just have to compare with a welterweight, a, a, a very average middleweight of the UFC. One has lost, has lost like five times in a row, fights against McGregor in his peak and beats his ass because he's a skinny little guy. But he was the smartest one in that room, room being the whole fucking UFC roster. All those fighters, they were all like, oh, I'm tough. I'm strong, you know? That's, that's really what we are talking about. I'm strong. I'm, I'm, you know, physically strong. I can do this. I can, can push you like this. I can, I got this technique. Meanwhile, my girl was like, shut your fucking mouth. 
I'll sell this file, I'll fucking kill everybody here. Like his way of talking, his his skill, his flow. It was like a new era, a Bruce Lee new era. It was almost like a fucking reincarnation of Bruce Lee because Bruce Lee had that thing as well. And many people try to to pull down or take down Bruce Lee's legacy. Like Quentin Tarantino was very annoying to, to see how he he under undervalued Bruce Lee saying that maybe he copied this or that or he was an asshole with the actors. Man, I don't I don't care about all that. Like his influence again is the influence. The biggest people in this world, the most powerful ones, were always the most influential because they exploit their skills or moreover their vision not even their skills but yeah their skills too they found something they were relatively good and just kept doing doing working hard believing in themselves having a vision a goal and just went for it you can you can you name it albert einstein stephen hawkins talking about the strong right can you dare and i get emotional about this can you dare to tell me that fucking Stephen Hawking wasn't strong. He traveled to places we will never be. His way of discovering the universe from a wheelchair through math formulas is so amazing. We still can't comprehend. We can read his book that he tried to make it so that people understood him. And we still don't have a fucking idea what he's talking about. You know, you have to read an explanation of his book later or, or, or something like that. Some video graphics uh, so that we can fucking grasp what he's talking about. He traveled places in a wheelchair. He flew all over this planet Earth and beyond. And help us understand our own world from a wheelchair. We can run very fast. But where are we going? You can lift very strong. But where are you reaching? Where are you lifting? Where are you getting out of that? Always think about that. You can work very hard. But where are you getting out of it? Don't work for the man. Work for yourself. For your progress. Work for your soul. Work for your DNA. Because that's what you are. You are a human being. You are a monkey that one day decided to take tools to beat the others. Thank you very much. I know this talk was in English, but that's another point I wanted to make. I don't think nobody in this room can say this talk wasn't good. It was very valuable for those that could follow along. And of course, you can't tell English is not my first language. I don't talk like the best person ever. I got an accent. I make mistakes. I keep saying strongest instead of instead of stronger when this is the key word that I was meant to use in this freaking talk. You know, I stumble. I stop talking, and I'm not perfect, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it in front of you for the first time. This is my first talk, and I decided to do it in English. I'm testing myself, I'm taking the tool. And you guys, the ones that at one point decided to learn English and 
trying to expand your horizons now you understood this the rest you can check it out online i will add subtitles in english and you will be able to translate it if you want if not you will stay where you are or maybe you find a better talk somewhere which i really wish to do but as for my value this is what you got um thank you very much uh, I hope it, it hasn't been very long, but again, para los que os haya sentado mal, que no haya hablado en, en, en el idioma que se habla en este país, que es el castellano, lo he hecho por un simple motivo y es para demostrar que sí, podemos, podemos acceder a toda la información en, en en nuestro idioma local pero el porcentaje de contenido en inglés es mucho mayor que en, que en español y si nos cerramos a solamente si uno mismo se define en no poder eh, entender cosas en inglés os pasará algo como lo que os acaba de pasar conmigo la probabilidad de que os pase esto en mandarín o italiano es mucho menor por el porcentaje de gente que habla ese idioma o que lo habla internacionalmente para eh, comunicarse con gente de distintas lenguas. Inglés no es para entender a los americanos o los británicos o los canadienses o lo que tú quieras, donde sea que sea el inglés. Es para entendernos entre todos. Mi charla de hoy era para decir que todos podemos coger diferentes herramientas para mejorarnos a nosotros mismos y ponernos delante de la cadena alimenticia, delante de la competición, en primera línea, para poder ganar, porque eso es lo que hacemos como seres humanos, ganar al resto. Esto es una competición, y si no, piénsalo, en algún momento, ahora tienes mil historias, no sé, hay algo en lo que sé que te sientes superior a los demás, y no es malo, es tu naturaleza humana, como animal, queremos ahora ser muy políticamente correctos, pero somos animales, por eso cuando vemos un culo nos dan ganas de tocarlo, cuando, cuando me entendéis. Eso es la naturaleza humana. Igual ha sonado un poco simplista, pero quiero decir, cuando vemos algo vamos a poner por instinto, luego ya nos vienen todas las diferentes eh, estructuras sociales que tenemos impuestas, ¿no? Pues por ejemplo, si ves un una napolitana no puedes cogerla y comértela porque sabes que en la tienda hay que pagarla primero etcétera ¿no? o alguien podría decirlo el ejemplo del culo, pues claro, no puedes hacer nada porque por mil historias, todos lo sabemos no digo que esté mal quiero decir, esas estructuras están bien porque si no volveríamos a la época de la anarquía y de mucha locura pero por ahí no es por donde lo que quiero ir ahora lo que quiero decir es que la manera en la que ahora se comunica el mundo es en inglés. Entonces, tú ahora, cuando buscas en internet algo, si lo encuentras en inglés vas a intentar traducirlo o vas a intentar buscar eh, fuentes que no sean en inglés. Y entonces ya te estás cerrando, porque hay otra persona que sí que lo va a buscar en inglés. Y entonces, en vez de tener cinco artículos, tiene 25 o 100. Y encima, los más actuales van a estar en inglés. Y muchas veces, lo que se dice en inglés no se traduce exactamente al castellano. Y ese que lo ha escrito en inglés ya lo ha traducido de su propio idioma, que igual es el indio. 
un indio igual lo escribe en inglés para que todo el mundo lo entienda. Si de indio lo pasas a inglés y de inglés a castellano, lo que te queda es lo que nos llega siempre. Que siempre estamos detrás en la cola y es por algo. Porque no lo miramos en su origen, que es en inglés. Eso es lo que os acaba de pasar a muchos aquí, aparte de los que se han ido, que es que no podíais entenderme. Y entonces quería demostraros la importancia de eso, porque para los que me habéis entendido, os ha parecido interesante. Pues de eso se trata. Eh, eh, una vez más quiero decir, lo siento mucho para el que no haya podido seguir la charla. Podréis seguirla si os interesa en mis redes sociales, pero la lección más importante de estos 40 minutos que igual os han parecido una pérdida de tiempo si me habéis entendido, es que aprendáis inglés. Muchas gracias. Mi nombre es Iker Redondo. Podéis encontrarme en mis redes sociales que aparecen en la pantalla. Gracias. So, I've gone into this rant of almost two hours, maybe, uh, and I consider I, I talk about something very interesting and I wanted to if I can make a small summary right now, right here, and it was a bit, I guess the whole conversation was around uh, success, uh, trying to define what success means, to being successful as a human being. And I was going through these points, um, talking about Will Smith, uh, Will Smith's life, basically, because I've been reading his book and I... I think it's very interesting book for how does it like contemporary, right? I think it's it's a very cool read for for a millennial, so to say, to read because it gives you some perspective um, into how our um, childhood and teenagehood has been influenced and how I don't know how the world has changed since then. Um, allow me to elaborate. Uh, I'm trying to not be pre pretentious here, but I like to use uh, technical words to, to elevate my English speaking. And so just bear with me, okay? So anyways, uh, what I was saying, uh, sorry, when I record myself, I just don't like hearing my voice like this and get too, too self-aware and Okay, let me try to focus like I was before. All right, let's start over. Not from the beginning. Oh, anyways, so I was saying that uh, Will Smith's example is very good because I think he's a very open person. And in my opinion, he's got good intentions. He's got a good heart. Okay. And in his life, he's basically tried to succeed. You can tell that he's a very, very, very ambitious person. And everything he's done has been to improve or like to win, basically he, to, to, to win in life. Uh, I didn't know um, the reason or the, the, the fuel for his ambition, but, but um, now I understand it for what I've read in his book. I haven't finished it. I think I'm reading the... In, on my Kindle, and I think it says I'm on the 80%. So basically, just to wrap up the, the, the last chapters. 
that I'm missing. So up until now, I, I've read about his his childhood and, and how he was raised and all this. And he had, you know, a rough start and all that. So that's what makes him ambitious. Makes sense. And then, so what I'm trying to say is that he didn't want to succeed for the fame. It was more like a way of him to protect himself from his demons, from and from his fears and from his past traumas, really. So and his and keeping adding to that that he's always had a good heart and good intentions, in my opinion. You got this extraordinary and extremely interesting life in which you got a human being trying to figure out life and the best best way to live at a very very high competitive level like he's trying to be the best the best movie star in hollywood which is arguably the the, the most competitive uh film making uh, industry or hub in the world, you know, I guess you could you could compare it with Bollywood, um, but the mere fact that the name is copied goes to say. So in any case, um, and he did it. He made it. He achieved that success. But um, through the book, he talks about that, and and seeing him in the in his latest series on YouTube, you can tell that he still can be sad like very sad and of course like everything goes in cycles right you can't be happy all the time you can't be at, up here all the time that would be insane insanity but uh, at the same time you can be more stable and in a higher frequency for most of the time right like i was going back and forth before in my rant uh comparing buddha and these very high entities or very famous uh, entities um, in history with Will Smith. I know it sounds a bit. I don't know. Uh, don't know how it sounds, but to me, it's actually a an interesting comparison because, as I said, Will Smith is contemporary. It's about nowadays. Like is is he's relevant now? He wasn't relevant a hundred years ago because he didn't exist. And I don't know how relevant he's going to be in 100 or 200 years, to be honest. Just like all these actors that, you know, they don't understand more than their generation. Like somebody in 100 years, <clears throat> even if they see his movies, they're not going to see his interviews, his uplifting. They are just going to see, I don't know, I'm laying. And, and then some of those movies, the special effects and everything is going to be outdated. So it's just like, he's relevant now in our generation and in our day and age so um, you can compare that level of success that he achieved with other and what I was saying is that Buddha for example that in my opinion and my ideology at one point he was a human being he achieved success as well because um, okay sorry let, let's put a pin on that and I will go back to it okay Buddha achieve success let's go back to will smith so 
since he was since he's had a good heart all his life he hasn't been bragging about the lambos or the ferraris the the tons of mansions he has he does have one and i was talking about that before as well um but that that's never his point right like so that's where I, that's how all my conversation started uh talking about his mansion and his material possessions will smith had a big house and he probably bought it when got very famous and successful uh and i was saying like maybe the house that i got right now zero dead uh cost it's an example costing 200k versus his that is 200 millions that's a thousand times more expensive so the first point i said is like i didn't spend that money okay he earned that money and then spent it but he's spent more money than i've spent in my whole life so like in that sense he's he's spent more money than me he's paid more than me i don't know how to explain it like if you are robbing somebody if a thief is like give me 10 euros give me 100 euros to two different people one person got robbed five times more than the other one person lost more money than the other both are alive you know they keep going with their lives maybe a bad trauma one lost 20 bucks the other 100 the difference here is that they lost it but in this comparison with myself and will smith he's used a thousand a thousand times more money than myself he's had to work to a level to give him that much more money than myself to have something to just live in i'm also living the purpose of a house is to provide you with shelter he had to spend a thousand times more than myself to have a shelter okay i'm just saying that i'm not saying it's better or worse i'm not saying that he wasted the money he's still got it there he can invest it later even make more money out of that not more if he sells it for 250 million he will he will make 50 million but not 250 because he has spent those 200 so he is minus 200 millions then whatever he does right he might have more money of course money is nothing it's just a a social construct we all agree there's a contract that we say money has value this number that whatever bank is holding into giving you that but anyways um let's let's pull back a little bit and let's rewind and go back to the fact that uh, the house is just to give him shelter but if you think about it he bought it when he got successful that means that uh, he's so what i was saying before is that you can't to define success right like if you if you make the mistake of thinking that that house is given to your success then you you are attached you got that bargain on your shoulders you got that responsibility of maintaining that house now you got a worry now you added a worry to yourself okay i can't lose this house because if because if i lose this house then i will lose that success right but in reality the success of will smith is not the money he made that gives it value 
right? That that goes to say like that proves it. It's like the certificate. Look, you made uh, Men in Black, or I don't know, uh, I Robot or Bad Voice, and you got ten million clean on your bank account. Okay, that that in this society is translated into success like you you succeed in making a successful movie that paid off and uh, created so much revenue that you for yourself as the movie star only you got all that money and also provided to all the whole set as well because everybody else got the money and it was your faces it was your charisma that that led to all that so definitely big success but the house you are able to buy, the house you earn, is not what your success is. 